We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right, it's Andy, aka producer BTW. And sitting right across from me is Danny Gutz, Danny Gutierrez. What's up, everybody? At D Gutierrez84, if you feel so inclined to say hello. Yeah, and thanks again for joining us. Obviously, this is the uh, a special Wax interview with William Quigley, who is not only the CEO of Wax, but of Opskins, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I just want to stop and remind and thank all of our old listeners uh, for listening to us. Thanks for sticking with us. St- sticking with and us. And I hope you've grown as much as we have grown, because yes. I it's feel like nice we've ride so I've learned so much in, the one, in less than one year that we've been doing this. We used to say we were like, Average every we day. Do. We still <laughs> and we do. still are. And we're, and we're still trying to break it down because I'm, I'm no coder. I'm no programmer. But yes. I have definitely, uh, through doing this, a better understanding oh, of yeah. cryptocurrencies in general, of, of crypto in general. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And I just want to thank those people. And then, of course, I'm assuming that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people from that are fans of Wax that are here. So thank you for joining so us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and we, again, love that you are a fan of something. But don't just be a fan of one thing because it's not going to be one coin to rule them all. It's going to be many. Yes. And our job is to kind of ask the questions, get the information to understand, first of all, if these have use cases, how they work, who's behind them. Luckily today, we have someone that we can ask questions to. And that's, that's an advantage to us. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate that. Uh, we are on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Yes. We have a website which is a hub, and you can click. There's a button, three buttons that get you to any of those outlets. Real easy. No worries. At thecoinboys.com. Um, we we want to make it easier for you, so we created the, the site. We're really excited about it. It's like a hub for us. Very simple, easy to look at, easy to play play episodes. Yeah, and enjoy that. And so um, basically, let's. I'm excited for this interview. Uh, he brought, uh, William brought up some points that I didn't even think about. And I didn't even know crypto could possibly be a solution for. Yes. Um, so I hope that you all enjoy it as much as we did when we were asking them, when we were talking with them. Here is William Quigley with Wax. Well, if people on your show are familiar with Opskins, Opskins is a another company I'm the CEO of, and that is a what we would call a centralized marketplace for buying and selling virtual items. Wax is the same thing. It's got a few more bells and whistles, but it's the same thing and it's decentralized because the transactions are processed on the blockchain. Could you tell us how you got into that market? Like what is a little bit more in depth on Opskins for some non-gamers out there that might not be familiar with what Opskins is, just to kind of give us a, a little intro to that as well. Sure, sure. So Opskins is uh, easiest way to think about it is it's a marketplace similar to eBay, and hopefully most people understand eBay. <laughs> yeah, that one should be easy. <laughs> buy and sell stuff. Opskins is a place to buy and sell digital stuff, and in particular, video game virtual items. So that's what Opskins does. Uh, it was founded by a guy named John Bacchisi in 2015. Uh, I got involved with the company in late 2015. I was an advisor to the company initially, and then I came on as CEO. Oh wow! I, okay, so I see. So you you came in, and uh, what what attracted you to Opskins, or why 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 did you feel you were a good fit for that? Well, my my partner with me, who is uh, is the COO of uh, Opskins, 
he came with me when I joined the company as CEO. We uh, hired him as COO. Um, both of us had been involved in a, um, a marketplace for buying and selling virtual items that my partner had created back in the early 2000s. And so I was on the board of that business. So uh, we knew the, the marketplace uh, idea, the marketplace concept of buying and selling virtual items. We knew all of the challenges that people faced in trying to buy digital items and not get ripped off and have you know an ability to use whatever payment method you want. There's all kinds of things that you have to do if you want to uh, uh, buy a, you know, a skin from someone else. And so we understood the business really well. We had sold that business and got into crypto. And then it was about in 2015, we started thinking, you know what, virtual item trading could be a really good complement to blockchain technology. And as we were looking at different solutions, we came upon Opskins. And that's how both of us got involved in Opskins at that point. Okay, awesome. so you came to Opskins with the idea of, of integrating blockchain into it. Yep. Yep, exactly. There we go. And, and, you know, there was, we also uh, knew a lot about running a marketplace for virtual items. And the team at Opskins, who had uh, done a great job of focusing really on skins, which I call, you know, those are cosmetic virtual items. They have no in-game utility. Uh, we, my partner and I previously, were focused on traditional virtual items, which have in-game utility, but they're not unique. You know, they're, they're not just uh, uh, cosmetics. And our theory was that uh, virtual items that were strictly of a cosmetic uh, nature would be much, much bigger of a market opportunity than the traditional virtual items that just provide in-game utility. And I think that's been proven out. So your 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 focus is skins and cosmetics as opposed is it, that's what you're saying as opposed to say a utility having a gun uh, sold from a game on a marketplace as a, you guys are yeah, focused so skins. What I would yeah what I would say is uh, uh, op skins is very much focused on um, on skins you know again items that are of a strictly cosmetic nature they don't allow you to do anything better. When we now get into wax, we get into uh, an ability to use cryptos uh, and some of the smart contract elements of those of, of, of what cryptos bring. But I would say the principal value is still cosmetic. It's not the utility value, but you can't walk away from the utility value. It still exists. It's just not the principal reason I think people buy and sell skins. Do you think gamers, I think I'm a gamer, I think gamers have become more attracted to buying cosmetics add-ons in video games. Um, like, I, I, it's almost like you don't really like buy weapons. It's like you got to have the coolest looking thing, right? Yeah. Would you say that that is also like something that gamers just tend to you know, gravitate towards, especially yeah, spending yeah, money? 100%. I mean, and it's very obvious. Uh, I will tell you, it wasn't obvious to me back in the 2000s that, that uh, uh, cosmetic items would be so valuable. But once I saw them, I was like, oh, of course, simply because uh, people like to uh, personally express themselves. And if the items are unique, and uh, these days, I feel like I have to explain what unique means. Unique means one of a kind. 
Uh, it means yes. <laughs> the only thing. I, I, there's a lot of people who use that word, and they, they for them it means uh, it's uh, you know it's rare. But I'm talking about one of a kind, and that's what all of the blockchain-based skins are. They're one of a kind images, and it, it just makes sense though that this would be a bigger market. I think of it this way: um, at some point, long, long ago, in our distant past. Uh, we all walked around in like leather moccasins of some sort. And then one day some guy said, uh, hey, can you paint it red? And uh, from that point on, the little shoe salesman uh, realized that, wow, now I don't mean just to sell or I'm not able just to sell one pair of moccasins. I can sell as many moccasins as there are colors to every single person because we all like to have variety. And so it's, it's obvious, but only in retrospect, that the uh, uh, skin market, uh, cosmetic skin market, would be many times bigger than a uh, virtual item market that just is giving you in-game utility value. Because you kind of need one gun, maybe two, you need one shield, you need one sword, you know, but you need like an infinite number of hats or, or multicolored shirts. Right. Okay. It, it, it yeah it's it's endless like when i play uh PUBG, you know i've gotten some really cool out you know i want to look different than everyone else uh yeah but i would even say to you this uh pub they miss the mark in the sense of they don't offer unique skins right right exactly. they, they have but they do have rarity some are common and some are extremely, extremely rare uh it it i'm always struggling to understand why Video game companies don't all get the fact that having unique skins is way more attractive. Yeah, that's a good point. Never really thought about it that way. I, I uh, William, I have another question. So when I interviewed you at Coin Talks, you also talked about Vigo, and I'm trying. I, I, you know, you're mentioning how Wax works with op skins. What exactly is Vigo now? Just to get. Okay, so Vigo is a, um, it's a what we call a DAP. Right, a distributed application, which for your audience, if they're not familiar with the term, it just means uh, it's an app that sits on the blockchain instead of like in the Apple or Google Play app store. So we call these, uh, they're just like the regular apps you normally have. It's just that they're, uh, um, they're on the blockchain. And so Vigo is a dApp that sits on the blockchain. And what it is, is it's a, um, it's a, a category of all kinds of skins, um, uh, skins of every sort for video games, you know, rifle skins, knife skins, and all that. Any really focused around um, first person shooter type of cosmetics. And uh, it, uh, it launched on the Wax blockchain, I wanna say like end of, end of June. And uh, in two months, it has become uh, the biggest dap uh, in all of the blockchain space. And uh, I think that's because uh, Vigo skins are unique and they are traded in uh, the Wax Express trade wallet, which makes it really easy to trade. So, so the Wax Express trade itself, is that just a wallet or is that a whole system? What is the, what is the Express trade? Think of it like a Steam-like uh, uh, wallet, and I'm 
going to guess your audience is familiar with Steam. Yeah. They probably all have Steam accounts. So I it's a, a Steam like wallet uh, that you can store your uh, your virtual items, your blockchain based virtual items, and you can trade with other people who have uh, the Wax Express trade wallet. And that may not seem like a big deal, but it was huge because today everybody trades their, uh, well, they don't trade at all, but when they, uh, when they try to, they use something called MetaMask and MetaMask is, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, I wouldn't call it steam like, but it's uh, it's a place, it's a wallet to hold your virtual items, your blockchain based virtual items that you need if you want to play any blockchain game because the blockchain game has to read uh, what sort of skins you have if you want to use those skins in the game. But it's really a pain in the ass to use. It's just terrible. And uh, we saw how pain in the ass it was and we decided let's just build uh, something that's much more familiar to people who play games. Uh, they'll see a very familiar layout of their virtual items. And you don't have to use Ethereum uh, in order to transfer your items to the game. And for anyone who's tried to do that, they know that it can take a long time for those items to get transferred. And uh, you, uh, you, know, you, you generally burn out after a, a few tries with MetaMask, you just give up. Yeah. But with Wax Express Trade, it's just, it's just way easier uh, to use it to play any blockchain-based game because you know it's designed by us and we know what people want to use stuff that's convenient. Uh, just a quick question. So then, if crypto, I think I saw CryptoKitties on uh, one of your sites, and so that means that they could say, "Hey, let's not use MetaMask. We could keep our kitties with you." Is that right? Is that correct? That's right. And so, what's required for that, and it's maybe there's about a hundred um, uh, companies doing it now. What's required is if you're a game developer um, and you want people, a blockchain game developer, and you want people to be able to use their their uh, these unique skins that you've bought from somebody, you uh, you use MetaMask, and they integrate the the game developer will integrate uh, with MetaMask. So uh, the game developer needs to integrate with Wax Express Trade, and if they've done that. When you go to the game, you just log in with your Wax Express Trade account instead of your MetaMask account, and then the game can see all your inventory, knows what you got, and you can start playing with it. Okay, no, th I, that makes sense now. So you um, you built a great, you built a faster, better way of of trading your skins um, within your wallet. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So so. Uh, so all the Vigo items on there are they just uh, are they all current skins for current Ethereum blockchain uh, blockchain games right now? So they uh, right now they're on the Wax blockchain. Okay, uh, and they can be used in any Ethereum based blockchain game, just as long as I said, just as long as that blockchain game. Uh, uses the the um, the API, the Got Wax it. Express Trade API, which is very simple. Like I said, there's probably a hundred guys doing it right now. <clears throat> Takes a couple hours of a dev time, but for us, uh, you know, at, at Wax, we we can see that if you are depending on MetaMask 
as a as a game developer, a blockchain game developer, your game will just fail. And to give you some 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 data to support that, sure. Uh, uh, because Vigo is um, is using the Wax Express Trade Wallet, not MetaMask, it is bigger. Vigo has more transaction volume than all the blockchain based games combined. Just one one DAP. You know, one uh, uh, DAP has more than all the other uh, DAPs combined. And that's a simple reason. All the other DAPs use MetaMask, and MetaMask doesn't work. Huh. Got it. It's good well, to know. So um, in regards to, to how WAX is going to be used or, or, or your, your vision for WAX, um, will people – be able to just trade skins or are they able to trade uh, um more than just skins as well depending uh, on the so, blockchain game yeah so today we are focused on the skins market okay waxes uh and that is uh simply because we believe that the video gaming industry is the most uh likely industry to bring blockchain and crypto into the mass market the consumer mass market because video game people are used to trading skins already yeah. right they're yeah. used to trading virtual items back and forth so to us it makes total sense that if you're going to be in the blockchain space uh, early which it still is early you want to be in the industry that's most likely to adopt it the fastest and that's video game over time but wax will allow people to trade many other types of digital items but initially you know we only want to focus on the thing where there's actual consumer demand and that's video game uh, skins that, and that's definitely our philosophy as well we think that gaming is ready and willing to probably jump into the blockchain world and to crypto world yeah. faster than others we've actually preach that almost because we believe in it because I'm a gamer and you know we've talked to many other uh, projects in this space William and I do see the growth just happening faster and gamers understanding it faster and I really think that the combination of blockchain and gaming is really something that's going to hit hard in the future for us I mean you said it's early but you guys are on the forefront of it and I think it's the right place to be yeah yeah but and and it it really can't be emphasized enough I mean Outside of video gaming, there is no scalable projects on the blockchain anywhere in the world. It's literally just video gaming. Wow. Uh, and and uh, a year ago when I was out talking about WAX uh, during RICO, uh, it was news to a lot of people, like the fact that video gamers already traded virtual items, they understood the concept, they understood that you need to have a wallet to store your stuff. I'm like, you know, the video game people are already well along in understanding this stuff. They just don't know what the benefits of putting it on the blockchain are. So we went out and said, here's why. If your virtual items were blockchain based, it would be much better. Of course, I think Vigo has sort of proven that when people understand that, they really embrace it. Because the main point is those virtual items are yours. They don't belong to the video game. They belong to you. And that means, you know, no matter what happens, you always have access to them. And as we get to more common uh, technology standards, your virtual items will be interchangeable with many different games. 
And I think that's a pretty cool idea that up until the blockchain really wasn't possible. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. And and you're right. We get it. We know what trading is yeah. in games. As and that, that every game has had like some serious RPGs have had some sort of trading involved. Like Diablo is a great example. I could trade things with people, give people things. Yeah, well, I will, I will say this. I'm not, not as much of a gamer as Andy. In fact, I'm very little. But I, I loved collecting DVDs. I loved collecting comic books. I loved collecting all these other things that are going away due to digital and there's no real value in it anymore it's just you're buying it just because this is putting the That's value great. back into it it's digital collecting kind of but in, yeah. in 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 and it's it's great in this space you're right like i can't think of other spaces where like there even is like skin collecting you know like it's just uh very very interesting now quick question back to the express trading uh wallet is that something so can i peer-to-peer a uh, skin to someone directly yes. yeah can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, would well, we need to go through the exchange to do it first or just straight wallet? No. Wallet? So, yeah, if, if uh, your audience, you know, goes to, uh, you know, to install the uh, uh, a register for an account with Wax Express Trade, it'll, like I said, it'll be very familiar with them. They'll see their inventory on the left and someone else's inventory on the right. And you'll do, a um, you know, a, a trade request. And uh, if the trade request is accepted, the the trade goes through. It's like very familiar to what people are doing. No waiting around for blockchain confirmation time and all that because it's on wax. It's much faster. It's almost instant. Nice. That's sweet. So um, now I wanted to go into the white paper a little bit into into the actual the processing uh, or the the work the working behind the 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 token. So um, you guys have something called guilds in there yes. that, that are the ones who are basically doing the transactions? Yeah, so the guilds concept is pretty simple. It's just, and, and, and you know, it's a bit technical, but I'll try to make it uh, as you. straightforward as I can. Uh, uh, as people put new game on the blockchain, on the WAX blockchain, you want some degree of like validation of who those people are. And so you don't want like scammy projects and such, right? Correct. So what we what we have are these guilds and guilds, anyone can be a guild provided they are voted in as a guild member. And uh, the people voting are people who hold WAX tokens. So if, uh, you know, I want to go and uh, start a guild for a particular game, you know, whatever that game is. Uh, I want to start a guild for that game. Then I just put up for vote, hey, here's who I am. I want to start a guild. And the WAX token holders will approve or disapprove. And again, this is a way to ensure that you don't have a bunch of scammy projects. Uh, in, in, the, uh, in the real world, you might, uh, you know, who's approving, uh, uh, you know, an application that's in the Google Play Store? Well, it's Google, right? Ah. Uh, in this case, it's people who own WAX tokens who vote for it. And um, the idea being, if you have a lot of WAX tokens, you will want to uh, ensure that uh, only legit projects get uh, uh, put on the WAX blockchain. You know, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. So you're not going to vote for it unless you think it's legit. So it's kind of like, I mean, I like this idea a lot because obviously 
in recent times, Apple and Google and everybody has been allowing apps into our phones that are tracking us and doing all these things that we don't even know that they're doing. Facebook is also one of them. Yep. Um, so this definitely helps with, with the hope that it could eliminate it, assuming that, you know, the consensus, uh, a consensus is reached and everybody did their due diligence. That, yeah, that's right. And you are right about uh, the freaking app stores. They're horrendous uh, in terms of what they let through. Uh, but by, by the way, you know, it's even worse. The Google uh, Chrome extension store. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. That's just a den of malware. That is with, just awful. I agree. 100%. It, yeah. I mean, at one point, at one point Opskins had more uh, Chrome extensions in the Google Chrome store than any other company on earth. The only problem was Opskins never made a Google Chrome extension. Wow. It was all malware. So they didn't yeah. even check the it, background. It was, a, it was a pain to get that stuff taken down because Google makes no money on the Google Chrome store. So it doesn't have any um, any uh, review of what gets put up there. I, uh, by the way, that's one of the problems with MetaMask. MetaMask, which is insane to me, is a Google Chrome extension. And uh, in fact, I, I think it was like a month ago, um, somebody was reporting about some MetaMask imposters and Google took down the real MetaMask oh and my, let the yeah. imposters stay up. Yes. I, <laughs> I, that was a big story as well. I, I was completely yeah, shocked. Just, you know, just terrible. So uh, uh, it, like I said, there's no way that um, uh, anything that's a Chrome extension is ever going to get broad appeal, particularly in, in the blockchain space where security is supposed to be very high. Interesting. Very. That's that's a very, that's a concept in blockchain that I haven't even thought about that I think is wonderful for the future. Um, just even more of a reason why I would want to use cryptocurrency uh, and decentralized stuff over anything else. Um, now, uh, now, in the... You said the processing transactions are very low. So, so how do the guild members get get rewarded? Where does where does the reward come from? The reward for what? For for when they process a transaction, when they when they allow, because they're the ones oh, who are oh for wax. Yes, okay, for wax. Yeah, sorry so, about that. Yeah, for wax, the uh, I think what you're referring to are the what we probably would call the block producers. These are the people who operate the nodes. Yes. And, you know, for your audience, those, you know, when you decentralize something, you have uh, a bunch of, uh, well, I guess we'll call them volunteers who, who operate uh, uh, in instances of the blockchain and get rewarded for processing transactions. And so we are using something called uh, DPoS, Delegated Proof of Stake. And in the delegated proof of stake <clears throat> consensus algorithm, uh, the the nodes have to do something and uh, stake a certain amount of, of wax tokens in order to uh, prove that they're legitimate. And then in, in, in exchange for doing that, they get a, um, a payment in wax tokens. Huh. And the, uh, uh, the, the system we're using is based off of a project called EOS, which I assume a lot of your audience is familiar with. There's a guy named Dan Larimer who uh, created something called the Delegated Proof of Stake Consensus uh, Mechanism. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
uh, yeah, we, he uh, started Steam. Him. He was with Steam oh, as well. Yes, yeah, that's right. And then BitShares. Yep. Uh, so we're fans of his. We we like that uh, process for approving and validating transactions, the DPoS process, more than we like uh, proof of work, which is of course what uh, what Bitcoin uses. Yeah. Uh, so and what Ethereum uses currently and hopefully will shift over to DPoS, which will be transaction based. So the uh, the people who operate the decentralized WAX blockchain will get paid uh, per transaction in WAX tokens. Okay, I was just wanted to clarify that, and uh, it's because I was a little bit confused but now you really you definitely explain that one to me and Thank uh you. it's not a coincidence you use the word guild as a comfortable name for gamers who would feel think that's cool i actually think it's a good way to, to name them they already joined yeah guilds yeah the it's, it's something we're all familiar with and yeah kind of like, like the it. guild operator is the person is you know introducing the game presumably there's someone who understands the trading of it already yeah and uh you know can provide support that if random people are throwing stuff up there, those things just become kind of like dead carcasses that no one ever uses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Um, now, a lot of the a lot of people in this space have uh, have had to partner up with several different companies for whatever for whatever reasons to help them to 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 achieve to achieve any goals. Uh, I noticed that you have a few partners uh, with Wax. Uh, who have who have you partnered up with, and, and why do you feel that they they help? your they help what wax is trying to do yeah so uh uh i could not list all the people we've partnered up no worries probably like 200 uh -huh. um, but uh i'll give you the categories of course it's blockchain based games so there's probably 50 blockchain based games that are really anxious to have their games uh be uh their game items be uh sold on Opskins, which is a very large marketplace, as we've talked about, mm -hmm. for buying and selling virtual items. We take in 50 different fiat currencies, 100 different payment methods. So it's very, very nice for them to be able to sell on us because we actually have fiat capability. And I think I don't think there's another crypto uh, 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 game uh, virtual item marketplace that uh, has fiat capability. So that's Not one, one that we have seen, no. And then there are other companies in the blockchain gaming space, like uh, Robot Cash, which is doing something uh, similar to like GameStop. Um, we've got uh, uh, stuff we're doing with VR-based environments. Uh, Terra Virtua is one of those. Uh, VR is kind of like sort of in the penalty box right now because people are waiting for it to take off. Yeah, uh, I would say the blockchain-based VR experiences are really interesting to me. And they the people in the virtual reality blockchain space are not, uh, you know, uh, uh, dreaming that uh, in you know uh, 90 days everybody's going to adopt it. They're they're building something that I think is going to be really interesting and valuable. But they understand the uptake for that is probably, you know, four or five years until the technology is good enough that people really want to indulge in it. But they're building items in the VR, uh, in the VR space, blockchain-based items, which I believe is going to be another tradable type of market. Uh, traditional skins and then blockchain-based skins and then VR-based skins. So we're, we're teaming up with people like that. 
And then lots of what I would call like wallet owners. So people who have uh, their own like Jack's wallet, you know, people who have their own wallets Mm -hmm. and uh, those people who build wallets have to uh, uh, specifically add new tokens that their wallet is going to recognize. So anytime you're part of an ecosystem, you got to be working with all of those people. And of course, exchanges, lots and lots of exchanges are are, uh, trading wax tokens and and uh, a number of partnerships that have not yet been announced, but uh, uh, suffice to say, lots and lots of blockchain-based projects have um, uh, uh, a lot of value to us and we to them. And so when we see it, we say, okay, let's uh, let's uh, formally associate with each other. Uh, you see you see a lot of this with Wax Express Trade because Wax Express Trade is just going to replace MetaMask. And so anybody who wants to allow people to trade uh, blockchain-based virtual items, uh, skins uh, in particular, I think is going to use Wax Express Trade. Excellent. Thank you so much for that explanation. I, I was just very curious when I looked at them. I'm like, oh, you guys have several partners. I'm just curious as to why, why where each one fits. So that worked out wonderfully. Yeah, and William, uh, just to, uh, we have just two more questions before uh, we head out here. Uh, lastly, uh, just a really uh, broad uh, scope of where do you see uh, WAX token uh, or WAX uh, in the future, like next three to five years? Where, where are you guys heading? Where do, where do you see the things going? Yeah, it's a fair question because we haven't even fully expressed to, um, you know, publicly uh where we see um, blockchain-based projects going, crypto in general, uh, uh, the full way we see the video game industry uh, integrating with blockchain. But what I will tell you is you you can see some of the things we're doing. It gives you a sense of, of the ecosystem we're building. We're taking opskins, which allows people to buy and sell stuff, and we're putting that on... Um, the blockchain, that's WAX, the WAX blockchain. We are taking all of these wallets that are really hard to use, and we're saying we should do something that's much easier for video gamers to understand and work with, convenient and fast, and it's low, low fees, and that is WAX Express Trade. So it's a Steam-like wallet, think of it that way. And then we have a bunch of uh, uh, other ancillary products like wax keys and anyone who's in the video game industry understands the concept of keys so we realize that blockchain based keys are a really good way for people to uh, transfer value to each other and the video game industry understands keys they understand the concept of keys better than they understand cryptos so wax keys have become very popular they also have other elements that people like when it comes to paying for stuff you know it's it's uh fraud proof and chargeback proof which means a lot if you're a video game company you don't want to get uh you know ripped off by stolen credit cards and then there are a couple of other uh things we're building that are going to make it possible for people to create uh their own blockchain based skins And so essentially think of us as like, uh, we're taking many, many parts of the video gaming industry and we're saying, which of those 
will will be better and are, are natural and will be better for people if they were on the blockchain. And I would just emphasize here, the majority of stuff is worse on the blockchain, right? There's this concept a lot of people have of put everything on the blockchain. Bad, bad idea. Yeah. There's certain things that are better, a lot of stuff that's worse. And so we're just being thoughtful about it. But anything in item trading, the secondary market, the creation of virtual items, uh, where people would store those virtual items, all the things people do in video gaming today, uh, we've said, okay, there's reasons for that to be on the blockchain because ownership then belongs to the individual. It's not trapped in the game. And uh, each couple of months here, we'll be, we'll be releasing new types of uh, products uh, that I think will be very familiar to the video gaming world and they'll get why we're doing something. Why is that useful? Uh, they'll get it because we've already thought that. And if it's not useful, then don't put it on a blockchain. Very nice. I just want to cl uh, clarify on one quick thing that you had said that you, are you saying that possibly in somewhere in the, in the future, I as, as a player can maybe develop a skin that I particularly like and sell that uh, through the blockchain on the game? Is that what like a kind of hope is? Yeah. Yes. And and so now, what would you do? You would go to, uh, you know, if you if you've got a Unity based game, right? You would uh, go and uh, select your models of your items, and you would build um, traditional uh, virtual items using the the, the Unity platform, right? Uh, well, uh, ultimately. We need to have an ability for people to easily build blockchain-based uh, virtual items. And uh, uh, you can do it, and guys like us can do it, but it's not easy. So uh, we're, we're making it easier for people to do that so that That's when cool. you're an indie game developer and you want to both build a blockchain-based uh, uh, skin and allow people to trade it easily, you'll do it on WAX. Because with WAX, you got WAX Express Trade, which, you know, it's not enough to build a virtual item if no one can trade it because it's a pain in the ass. So you have to do both things. Allow people to create the items and allow them, uh, uh, their players to easily trade the items. And we do both of those. That's wow. awesome. I, I love that. Um, and just to clarify, Unity is a program you use to build games. So what you're saying is, as long as the game was built through Unity, then it would make sense and it could work. Yeah. Well, my point was that my point is that the um, today any any uh, you know, game developer understands there's a variety of different game development platforms. Yeah. But if you want to have an in-game item economy, you would use. Um, if you're using Unity, you would just create all your items in Unity. Of course, those items are not tradable, right? Uh, and those items don't exist outside of the game. And so what we're saying is, yeah, we're building these, uh, we're building a really a system so that you can easily create uh, blockchain-based items so that they belong to you. And you can trade them because there's a very uh, a useful and, and convenient a client that you'll use called Wax Express Trade. And it is crazy that, um, uh, I mean, to guys like you and me, we're like, yeah, of course, but but it's crazy. It's, it's a foreign concept in, in the crypto space for it to be easy to go into a wallet and trade something. 
You know, yeah. it's just like it's it's never been designed to be super convenient so that you don't have to spend hours learning about how to do it. And we just thought that was a flaw. So hence why we created a Wax Express trade. Yeah, I think user being user friendly is a flaw in a lot of blockchain yes. projects out there and which is why it's kind of slow to grow. But yeah, uh, that's right. I, I think that's the principal reason that it's really, really uh, been slow on the adoption is because even for me for years it's a pain yeah, you know yeah. and we've we've not put enough energy the industry has not put enough energy into easy to use simple interfaces for people and that's something that if we don't do it the video game industry is not going to adopt it yeah yeah perfect uh that definitely makes a lot of sense. The more user, that's what that's what we're trying to push, or that's what we're trying to do with our podcast here is trying to make the information a bit more user friendly versus versus extremely technical and getting into yeah, the which opposite. I applaud. Uh, <laughs> and we need more of this. And you guys are doing like use cases, you know, like there's a reason why you could buy Wax Token because it could help you do A, B, C, and D. You know, and yes. and that's what we appreciate on this show, and we try to educate people that it's not all about trading. It's you got to know what you're trading. It's not about hodling. It's about using and using. having fun. Yes. So adoption, you know, I'm glad you guys are using it and and sharing it into a community that definitely, definitely it's easier for them to understand. But I know it's still technical. Obviously, like there's a lot of gamers that aren't technical, of course. Um, but I think you've really gone through everything, William, and explained it really well. Uh, and I think I have a better understanding of, of the connection between Wax, Opskins, Vigo, uh, so thanks so much today for sharing that with us. But I have Thank one. You guys. I have one more question though for you, and that's a fun okay. one. What video game influenced you the most? This is hard, uh, but I, I like to ask it to a gamer. What what game can you think that pop, top of your head? What's influenced you the most as a gamer? Well, the game, but this goes back to ancient times for everybody on this podcast. I like but the one that most blew my mind uh, was. Space Invaders, and the reason was, which your audience is probably much younger than me, uh, it, we were all playing uh, either time-based games in the arcades at the time, or we were playing pinball. Pinball was the only game where the length of play was dictated by your skill level. Yeah. Every other game was uh, time-based, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, whatever it was. Space Invaders came out, and it blew everybody's mind because it was like it's a digital game and uh, you played uh, against the machine as long as you were beating it. And it took about, you know, a month for some of us to get to a point where we could play for four or five hours before we would lose. And uh, that concept to me of, uh, of uh, leveling and uh, being able to dictate how long you survived in this universe all depended on your skill. That was, um, that really got me interested in video games and video game in general. And then of course, you know, now that seems like just like a standard thing. Um, and then the next game would have been CSGO. Right. Because, uh, it was, you know, a very average first person shooter, but, uh, I thought the, the, the way in which, uh, teams, especially once we got comms integrated, the way in which teams went and uh, very quickly became organized and 
you know, you spend hours and hours essentially training. Uh, that's when I started to spend a lot of time in the video game world. Uh, you know, uh, so those two games, I would say, are the ones that probably have the, the deepest uh, influence on me. Uh, and then, of course, you know, more recently, the Battle Royale concept is something I love. Uh, I, I love the, uh, the mashup concepts where we take different game mechanics. Might be, you know, one thing that looks like Minecraft and another thing that looks like a first-person shooter and we mash mm -hmm. them up together. Uh, I really like the way the industry is headed. Now, the last piece then is, okay, since so much of this industry is uh, the vast majority of the revenue comes from selling virtual items, let's now innovate there and let's start opening up these virtual item economies so that they belong to you and you can bring them with you, the skins you like, into the games you like to play. That's not going to happen in the next two years. I mean, it'll happen slowly. But uh, uh, I think over the next 10 years, you will see some portion of the, of the global video game industry welcoming that trend. Daniel, how informative was that? That was great. Yes. I, I, and I had mentioned a little bit before we uh, when we were introducing the interview um, about something that I had, didn't even think about, and that was we have so many apps on the app stores and stuff that are just full of awful, awful malware, uh, Trojans, you name it. If crypto can, if crypto can at least solve that problem, the whole thing was worth it. As yeah. far as uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I think this is really, you know, I feel like we are one of the early podcasts or outlets that kind of like really focused in on crypto and gaming mm -hmm. now you you've, if you've been a, a listener on the show of or a fan of the show you've you've kind of learned with us about how attached crypto and gaming is getting and now i mean william you could hear it in his passion yeah and and how much he believes in that yeah uh and for you to come at something that's already been established and say this needs a blockchain, which is what he did with Opskins. It's but he openly admits, like we have, not yeah. everything needs blockchain. And I agree. And I really appreciate his, you know, his view, his, his take, view, his take perfect. on that. Uh, I want to thank uh, everyone at Wax. It was great to uh, to have William on the show. Uh, we're gonna, of course, uh, keep you guys updated on their future and what's going on with them. Maybe catch up with them at a later time. Uh, Again, please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And you can follow us at Coinboys Podcast, at Coinboys Cast on Instagram, or email us, thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. Uh, Sorry. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, and more Coinboys Podcasts to come. Take care. Peace. Peace.